Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us. RC After Hours is finally back live in the studio. I know it's been forever. Probably a good, what, Andre, three weeks or so since we've been back live. Yeah, out. we did the... Yep, it was the last show we did. There was the uh, uh, post uh, recap there. So, yes. A uh, few reasons why, which I'll get into it and talk about. But, oh, it feels so good to be back in the studio and just hang out with everybody. Joining us today, Mike Coolins is out fishing, but he is uh, live joining us on Facebook, <laughs> as usual. Uh, Scott and Pat in the studio came in, and you guys actually got up super early and went out and did some flying. We did, yeah, I had to. And then came in and joined this. So <laughs> right, I, it was hard to leave. It was yeah. hard to leave, wasn't it? Is your yeah. mic acting up again? Yeah, yeah. 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 Keep, whoop. hang on. Oh, I think I because I turned it down. Oh. There yeah. it is. There we Check go. My Hello. fault. See, now, it's yeah. been so long that, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't figure out what's going on or what to do anymore. But Well, thanks, guys, for joining us. Uh, hopefully, we got some um, people on Facebook Live. Come hang out. Andre's going to be checking. Of course, my uh, Android tablet is not working again this morning. I'm having more problems with that. I'm ready to throw it in the trash. <laughs> we'll do something. I don't know what to do with it. So, Andre will be checking the chat. If you have any questions, want to hang out with us and... Um, We'll go from there. Uh, boy, I don't know really what to start with everything. Hey, it might be coming back up, actually. Um, I guess we'll start off with what's been going on. Uh, I, uh, I've i talked about before. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Love to listen to a lot of different podcasts. And I know what it's like, since I listen to a lot of podcasts, is you really feel like you're connected with the host and like you know them and and like if you've seen them out and about you could just go up and go hey man how you doing you do you, yeah okay yeah, get that feeling so too. i understand that feeling so i think honestly i, I want to share a little bit what's been going on with me so everybody knows because the, the original plan was you know we had the big weekend with andre um Everything was fun. We had a great time, and we were podcasting. And if you notice, everything kind of went silent for a little, <laughs> a little while. Uh, well, uh, we went hiking with the family down at Hocking Hills. Beautiful place to go down, hang out, hike around. I mean, it's just awesome down there. And we were coming back on Sunday and got pretty dizzy, not feeling good, got home and got worse and worse. Ended up in the hospital for a little while. So was there, got checked out and everything. They sent me home, uh, went and seen my doctor. He, they were a little concerned, had me all lined up for all these tests. This has been about three-week ordeal going on. So, And had all these tests lined up. He says, hey, he's a good friend of mine. I, I, having lots of broken bones and seen a lot of doctors I've uh, over the years have met a lot of doctors and have a lot of doctor friends. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. <laughs> Uh, so he said, you know what, we're just, you haven't been to the doctor in about 15 years. We are, <laughs> we're going to do like it all up. I need all kinds of tests. Uh, I had everything scheduled, uh, made it through that week. My family was out in Las Vegas. They were, she was, my wife was visiting her sister. You know, I, I was still not feeling good, but I was functioning. Uh, they get home the next week. Um, I had a, a pretty bad episode of work. Got home, went back in the hospital. Well, then they I was in there for four days. Oh, oh wow. Doing all kinds of stuff. Um, but good news. And um, don't worry, everybody. I'm still going to live. It's nothing I don't think too major. Uh, but we, we did 
find a few things out, still working on a few things, but everything uh, should be okay. Everything looks to be okay. A lot of the tests come back good. So um, don't worry, people. We're going to keep the podcast going. I'm not dying as far as I know, but I just wanted to let everybody know, you know, where I've been, what's going on. I know I haven't answered emails too much. I've been kind of lacking on social media, just trying to get get through this little spot because I, I know we got Flight Fest coming mm-hmm. up, a bunch of stuff coming up. Uh, so I, I just apologize if you wondered what's going on and why, you know, our, our goal was to, to do, a, you know, a couple more podcasts in between here. That didn't happen. Luckily, we had some in the bank that we, you know, every couple of weeks we threw one out to try to keep things going. So that's what's been going on with me. Plus, Andre's been really busy. He's had a lot of stuff going on. Um, so there you have it. That's where we've been and what's been going on. One thing, though, uh, I wanted to talk real quick. Um, well, let's, let's buzz through our sponsors real quick. We'll get this out of the way. A couple things I wanted to mention real quick. Of course, our always standby core rcexplorer.se has been with us forever. Just, you know, go check out David. He's, we got, I can't really talk about it, but David has been working on something new. He's got a new thing coming up on YouTube. Hopefully I'm not giving too much away. I think I, I sent a little thing to you, Andre, right, of uh, what he's been working on, correct? I'm pretty I don't sh- remember. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, after the show, I'll send it to you again because I know I sent it to you and you were like, holy cow. So David, All really, right. he is working on something that when I watched it, I was, it, it kind of blew my mind and he's going to do different things with it. That's about all I can really say. So just keep an eye on Mr. Vindenstoll there. He's got something up his sleeve and it looks to be kind of cool. Uh coming up on his YouTube channel. So anyway, go check out rcexplorer.se if you're any interest or need parts or whatever for your tricopter. He's got everything there. Help us out, please. We want to keep this thing going. Uh, We got our Patreon account set up, patreon.com slash rcafterhours. For all you, I don't know what we're up to, 36 or whatever patrons, thank you. Um, we'll talk about the, the shirt thing here in a little bit. Like I said, I'm three, three weeks behind on stuff I wanted to get done, but we'll get to it. If you don't want to do that, paypal.me slash RC after hours, you're more than welcome to help us out anyway there. So, uh, last but not least, static RC has really been helping us out a lot, uh, sponsoring the shows, getting people on here. So we really appreciate Caleb and static RC. And the thing I wanted to mention, he had a camera giveaway here uh i think it was last week and yeah. we were, we were going to podcast and talk about that and announce the winner and everything but like i said things happen and we didn't make it so he did the contest he actually did a little youtube video of it which was if you haven't seen it he he does some really different interesting things on his youtube channel so go check out static rc and one thing that people were were letting me know and I probably should have mentioned maybe I have before but it's S T A T I K not I C so some people had a hard time finding him but he just does a lot of little different interesting things on his YouTube and the way he did the the giveaway thing with cutting the names up and he had the little Inductrix FPV flying around and it was just neat so awesome. go, go check it out but our our winner that won the action cam was Raleigh Munn. He was a winner. So Raleigh, I hope you're enjoying your action cam. I, I I'm not even sure if you got it now. But anyway, thanks to our sponsors, they really help us uh, keep this thing going and get you guys you know in here and get us products and everything. So thanks a lot. Uh, okay, first thing, throw this way. Get rid of the sponsor things. Um, 
we were down hiking at Hawking Hills. Have you guys ever been down there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, just yeah. beautiful. Yep. Awesome down there. Yep. Um, we were taking pictures like everybody does. You get your cell phone camera out, and you're like, oh, this is really cool and this thing. But you guys probably know, especially flying the, you know, have FPV or having the GoPros now or or even the Phantoms and, and the footage they capture. And, Andre, you, you know this, too, because you're really – you know, this is kind of your specialty of video and everything. The the cameras don't capture that depth and that no. just that, you know, in I'm here in depth type of feel, you know, when you're checking things out. And as we were hiking, man, I had no interest in the DGA spark. But the more we were down there going around, we're, we're you know, walking through these caverns and we're down in around the waterfalls and everything. I thought, man, you know, that thing would be really cool just to, and if you've seen it, that thing yeah, literally long. fits I, I in your- I watched videos on yeah. it yesterday. Yeah, that's- it's Fits in cool. your hand. Now, personally, I'd want the one with the controller. I'm not, yeah. I think I'm really yeah, much right. for trying yeah. to fly it on the phone, but yeah. even down there, you could just pull it out, use your phone, I think, and and be okay. But to pull that out of your pocket and, and cruise around and get more, more in-depth and a perspective of what things look like. I can really see how that you can thing, launch that from your hand, right? And yeah, it, like right from like that is super awesome. Right, you can just like yep, whip Little, it out. Yeah, right. I I have seen some people with like cargo shorts have that thing right oh, in man. the side of their shorts, you know, and just literally pull it out, unfold it, fire it up. That's pretty. And cool. go now. Does that work with like their goggles too? Can Ooh, you, Andre, do you know that off the top of your head? Yes, it does, yeah, it does. work with the goggles. Ooh, so wow. yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, but I could just see where that thing, you know, I had the fan. We were down at Dundee Falls here a while back. That was the whole incident where I forgot the SD card and it was a whole disaster. But even toting that thing around yeah. while we were hiking and pulling it out and, you know, and not that that thing's big, but, you know, when you want to try to get in the tighter, smaller mm-hmm. areas, you know, it worked. Don't get me wrong. But, man, I could just really see where that spark you pull that thing out and oh man, you could really get just get into it and really capture things yeah. that you normally can't do. Yeah, I see a place for every single one of their models. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean <laughs> the Mavic, I still want to get one. I'm gonna wait for version two though. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But I can see I can see that size. I, I can see a use for the spark. I can see having each one of those different mm-hmm. ones, depending on the situation and what you want to capture. Those are neat products. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, um, I I have to say I still that that flying experience with the Mavic at flight uh, when I was at flight test visiting in May uh, with the goggles and everything. I thought, oh, oh. the goggles <laughs> are pretty neat. I, I was, haven't seen I, my that. poor my poor P four was like but 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 but, but <laughs> oh, love me right you know imagine. and I'm like oh this thing is just <laughs> that that combination is so nice but uh, yeah that'll wait like you like you said V two yeah and V two on the goggles and everything yeah but I'm hoping they I did add... go and I'm sorry go ahead. I was saying I did go and spend a little bit of money on my P4, and we'll cover that later, I think, Chris, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, just uh, just something to, to help it along. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I could just see it, – it's just funny. You know, they've, you, people come out or companies come out with products, and you're just like, eh, I don't know if – you know, but the more you see, you know, what they're designed mm-hmm. for and what you could use them for yep. and for the price, you know, to, to pull oh, that yeah. thing out. Uh, it's, it was pretty cool. So anyway, I was just, that was a big thought the whole time I was down there hiking, you know, I was just like, oh man, I could, I could definitely I <laughs> use one of those, <laughs> right. you know? 
Yeah. I hey. bet for Christmas you'll see it drop down a little bit of money too. You know, you'll probably see some that Boxing Day of sales or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, and be able to pick one up for 500 bucks. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, and, and I think the other, you know, big thing too is for, for vloggers, you know, that's going to be huge yeah. where they can just take that thing everywhere and pull it out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the other thing I want to talk about, because I get a lot of questions and emails about Wayne, uh, so, you know, it was um, – not feeling real well over Father's Day and everything, so everybody just kind of come out and, and uh, hung out with me. Mike come over. Well, Wayne just came over, hung out for oh, most cool. of the day. Nobody's really seen or heard from Wayne, so I thought maybe I'd just give a little update of what's going on. Wayne's doing really well. He honestly hasn't flown, Andre, since the last time you were down before your first Ohio trip. Whoa. Wow. So it's been over a year. Wow. Yeah. yeah, which really shocked me because Wayne's got a yeah, he can beautiful fly place, place and right? just right? Yeah. yeah. But he said like he's just got so busy with other things, family. Yeah. He's got almost like this mini farm going on now out there yeah. with oh, chickens. Wow. <laughs> and, oh yeah. But it was really funny because we talked a lot. He he's been out of the loop, and we just sat down, and had some really good conversation about stuff, and like he had no idea about the torrent or the FPV uh, inductrix or anything like that, um, and and. If anybody doesn't know, Wayne Wayne does have the head play goggles, but he's been having issues. You know, he gets them on. Uh, he couldn't quite see perfect, and he was getting a little vertigo or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when I bought my new head play goggles, I have the, uh, what are they, uh, the R8, R, are they RHO goggles that come with them, which is a separate lens for each eye, kind of like reading glass mm-hmm. type things. We took his head plays. Took them apart, installed those lens, put them back together. He put them on. He's like, oh, my gosh. Night and day difference. Really? Wow. Night and day. He has no problems whatsoever now. Mm -hmm. He says, this is unbelievable. So first we put him on under the um, Inductrix FPV. And if anybody knows Wayne, he's very, very cautious. And he's like, man, I don't, you know, I haven't flown in a year. And it was my Inductrix. And he's like, ah, I don't. I said, Wayne, just do it. You know what I mean? I know you won't have any problems. So he, he cruised around the inductrix a little bit outside was doing pretty good. And I said, okay, now, now get under the torrent. So he fired up the torrent and he, he cruised that thing around a little bit. And just to see the smile on his face, he, I could see it coming back. He's like, Oh my gosh, you know, look what I've been missing and cruised around the yard. Now he started cranking around pretty good and he started to get a little bit of, you know, probably f- since he hasn't done it. So oh, yeah. he's like, oh, okay, I, I got to <laughs> take a little break. So we come inside, we chat a little bit more. I fired up the Inductrix FPV. And of course, I fly around my house all the time. So I know all the little nooks and crannies. So he was just watching under the goggles and we were cranking around the house. I said, okay, Wayne, now it's your turn. He's like, man, I don't know. In the house, I said, dude, you're just going to do it. <laughs> Within like the second battery, he was doing everything I was doing. And oh, I fly here all the time. He's under the table, through the kitchen, down in the downstairs. I mean, that's neat. it was, yeah. And he was like, oh my gosh, this is just so much fun. I <laughs> miss this so bad. And I'm like, dude, I know we just got to, you just got to get out and do it and, you know, come hang out some more. And so it was really cool that I got to hang out with Wayne. And so he's doing really good, just so everybody knows not, nothing's wrong. You know, we, we still talk, but he's just been really busy. And I think that might have sparked you. You know, mm-hmm. it's even if you, if you haven't flown for a while, it's kind of, you know, you guys know. Oh, you kind of yeah, go through it in the winter, a little yep. out of sight, out of mind. And then that first day you get back out and you're just like, oh, my gosh, yep. what have I been doing? Yep. You know, Andre, you go through it, too. It's almost wintertime blues, you know. Yeah. So, 
Well, anyway, uh, how about you guys? You were out flying this morning. Has it been a while since uh, you guys have been yeah, out flying? Yeah, it's been. Yep. So, I've been super busy, and you've been busy, and the yeah. weather hasn't really been right. cooperating. You know, well, and I, uh, I had a controller um, drop incident, so I had to send it back to Horizon to fix my. I've done that aileron gimbal. Oh, aileron elevator. And that's, yeah, so that that took. I mean, the turnaround was pretty quick. I think mm-hmm. I had it back within a week and a half, but it's fifty bucks. So now oh, I ain't bad. got my strap reattached on my case. Uh-huh. So then that one, and I'm very careful. I know that was probably the reason, like, we're getting ready to go. And I'm like, hold on, I got to strap it back in because I really don't want to send it back. Yeah. So, oh, they did an awesome job, too. Like, the oh, gimbal it's tight like, now. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, like, really? springs back. It's like, ding, you know, makes that little noise. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I forgot what that was like. So, wow. Yeah. That's funny because this was years ago. My DX6i, I was pulling it out of the car and I dropped it in the in the garage mm-hmm. and it landed upside down. Uh, yeah, it broke both gimbals. Oh, okay. Just smat, you know, shoved them right in. I was like, oh my gosh! Sent it in thinking, oh no, this is not going to be bad. Because at first I called and the guys like, well, send it in. We'll check it out. If it's like within a certain amount of money, we'll fix mm-hmm. it. If not, it isn't going to be worth it. You might as well just buy a new one. I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm going to have right. to buy a new radio. At that time, I mm-hmm. didn't want to buy a new radio. Oh, yeah. And I think it was a, about two weeks later, come back in the mail. They never said anything. came back in the mail. Brand spanking new radio. Oh, nice. All new radio. And wow. they didn't charge me a thing. And they said, thanks for all your support. This is customer appreciation week or something. Oh, there you and go. they sent me a really brand nice. new radio. That's awesome. I know. That's really cool. Yeah, because yeah. I had I had called and they were like, well, just go to the website and fill out the form and send it back in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I saw the form was on there. I just don't, didn't know if I need to talk to anybody. And that guy basically just walked me through the form. It's like, okay. Yeah. I'll go ahead and do that. And the turnaround was pretty quick. So yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Otherwise, I would have flown at least probably the Cub, UMX Cub, and the, and the Radian yeah. a couple times, but and that's the worst thing, not be able to fly. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. one thing, like, when you're like, oh, I don't have time, or, oh, I wish I could, but when you phys- when you can't, and then you go outside, and it's like a nice, calm <laughs> evening, you're like, oh, I'd love to throw up the little... Uh, I, but, I know. But then you can't. So. I know. But you got out today, yeah. so... Yes. Yeah. Well, how, you know. Oh, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. So, um, completely clear skies, zero wind when we got there early, early on, and um, let's see, I brought out my FT Mini Arrow just to play around with because I haven't flown in in several weeks. I've been so busy recently and got that butt back up and just cruised around. I was like, oh, all right. So I, then I took the floats that I had from the last time we mm-hmm. went, you know, to the lake on the the Tundra and uh, got what you said it was pretty out. quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was actually quicker than I yeah. thought. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't ha- take those off because I was like just dreading taking it off and going through that whole thing. I didn't I thought it would take forever and it's just a few screws. So yeah. Took that off. Put it right up. I mean, it felt right at home. I, I really haven't flown that much, but oh man, it was just, it was beautiful. It was awesome. Well, you just had the adjustment from the speed. Yes. I think of the wing and then I'll say, he's like, whoa, this is not as quick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a huge plane. It mm-hmm. carries momentum. You know, the turns aren't like as snappy mm-hmm. as like a little mini, like, you know, five pound plane, but oh, it was so neat. It was beautiful out then too. And uh, yeah, we were... The grass was a little wet there out, out at the high school, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, took right off. And you still haven't set up your Aero FPV yet? <laughs> I know. What are you doing? I know. I still have the one Mike got me as a replacement. <laughs> I still need to put that together. I've just been so busy recently. I just want to fly, you know? It's just yeah. putting all that together, but I, I, that's on the list for sure. 
100% for sure. The FPV stuff is just incredible. Awesome. But yeah, it was nice. I mean, I, yeah. I flew out the, or took out the UMX Cub and tooled that around with a couple batteries and then got out the timber. And I was worried because the, uh, the Cub had lost binding. And I was like, I hope I don't have to rebind the timber because you got to pop the wings off for that mm-hmm. and get the bind. That's just not as easy mm-hmm. as like his would be. So right. the Tundra. But yeah, other than it, it kept nosing over because the grass was long. Oh, yeah. So you trim the grass a little bit when you're taking off and then it would get stuck. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to kind of push it or find like a, you know, bare ground was better than yeah. you know, most of the I grass. I keep telling so. him. He's need to buy just a yeah, little bit so, bigger so wheels. Scott's trying to get me to buy some <laughs> balloon tires on that darn thing. A little bit bigger. You know, I'm like, it's just super wet, and I haven't put I the, slot, or the, uh, <laughs> the wing slats on yet, Uh huh. because I want Mike to come out. Mike, come out with your timber sometime, because he's got the slats, slats. Oh, yeah, on we his, can compare. I haven't put mine on yet, because yeah. I've kind of been waiting. I want to see them you know, side ah, by yeah, side yeah, and see, yeah. how, see how much see, of an impact it has. That's true. That's or, a good yeah. point. You want to fly fixed wing, high wing uh, information with Mike? I did not. No, 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 no. No, I said after, like one after the other. Oh, one after the other. <laughs> not together. Uh, I, heard, I heard about your episode. Yeah. You had Mike, Mike. Fun, fun times. Poor Mike. Oh, my God. Hey, he's, he's chatting away, complaining uh, that we should be doing stuff during rainy days and stuff. So. Uh, He's he's cannon fodder right now. All right. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a running joke. We're even talking about coming up with some kind of shirts or something, maybe uh, for Flight Fest. I don't know. We're we're just tinkering yeah, around with it the has idea. Has to have coordinated now. turns, yeah. in, apparently. Right? <laughs> yeah, coordinated <laughs> turns and uh, mic formation, flying with two radians <laughs> colliding. You know. Oh, good uh, times though. Poor Andre. I, you know, I'm surprised you didn't have a heart attack by the time you left. You know. <laughs> You know, I was watching some of those older videos um, from when you were down here. It was just funny listening. I and I don't know if you you didn't notice whatever, but even when we were flying formation with the Tundras, that's all yours. Mike, Mike, you're getting a little closer. Mike, Mike. <laughs> Poor Andre. He's just like, stay away from me. Stay away from me. Oh, it just yes, makes me laugh. Yeah, and, and the, the, guys were, uh, the guys were really letting in on me on the forum and just like, yeah, everybody's going to start pinching Andre while he's flying. Yeah. Like, no, 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 that's it. I'm going to put a bounty out to, to, and every, you know, pay, pay off the volunteers to go after Mike's Radian. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, good times. All right, well, Hick, let's jump into some things more interesting and me babbling on probably, but... um. First thing I wanted to talk about is I've been wondering this for a long time. Maybe you guys have noticed, Andre, maybe you even know something because you got maybe a, a little bit of an inside. I don't know. Maybe you don't. I haven't talked to you much lately, but what the heck is going on with Hobby King? I mean, seriously, think about this. We talked to Stuart months and months ago, like yeah, I was yeah. in yeah. the wintertime. All these new products, yeah, yeah, the Tundra yeah. XL, the new wing. I can't even remember all the stuff we talked about. The Bush Mule. The, oh, yeah, the Bush that, Mule. That's supposed to come out. Super excited. Like, I was just like, oh, yeah, this, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, the 109 was one. The yeah. 109. Yep. Nothing. Right? Yeah, that, I was checking out their site the other day. I know. Just I looking like, for nothing. new stuff. I must have missed it. Yeah. Andre, you know anything? What is going on? Not yet. I, uh, I just, yeah. I, I'm... And everybody I talked to is disappointed in the website. It seems like as soon as they did that website revision, things just kind of fell apart. And it's yeah, I miss I missed I miss the rollouts. You can tell the um, you know when they do their update videos and everything, they're struggling for content because they're they're doing little side projects and stuff like this. And there's no 
they had the they had the bush mules out with at Joel Nall, and the last new plane that they rolled out was the T twenty eight, the yellow T twenty eight, and mm-hmm. that's all we've seen. We've like you said, we've not seen. Stewart had two wings in the works. There was the one hundred nine, the eleven hundred millimeter one hundred nine, the bush mule, the Grand Tundra. Oh yeah, and and the giant Spitfire. You know, the the Avios big 1,400 mil Spitfire or whatever, 1,200. So we really have not seen, um, uh, uh, you know, have not seen any of those new products at all. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so it's unfortunate because, you know, it looked like they, we were really excited about their summer. Yeah. And, uh, I you mean, know, they've, they've, They've missed that opportunity. Realistically, if you want to say these are the planes we're flying with this summer, folks, you need to have those items like like shipped in April, May, kind of thing, just so you can have the stock in place and everything. Uh, and so I I don't know what to say about it. It's unfortunate. And even I was even looking at some parts. I wanted to get props for the uh, the EFX dress, and so I could run it on four inch. Uh, sorry, four inch four S. And I haven't been able to, they don't have any of the stock props, and, oh, no. you know, on site, you know, everything's back ordered. So I don't know what happened. So it's, um, it's really unfortunate because it's like, God, that, that excitement, that, that, that energy we, we had been looking forward to and the competition, obviously, like we said, we love the competition between everybody. And so horizons just had free reign. Yeah, uh, I've yeah. been paying attention. I've been paying attention to motion RC now too, because mm-hmm. they're starting to really, you know, everybody else is kind of just notching that level of, of quality, you know, and that's the stuff that the Durafly line really, 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 you know, pushed. So, yeah, so nothing is really, you know, we, we, we talk about it offline and it's like, what well, what interests you this year? And nothing has really sparked my, you know, I hate to say it, but it was that uh, the E-Flight Commander, not even hate to say it, but the E-Flight Commander, that new one, mm-hmm. and the Optera really were my two favorite ones so far this year. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of like, oh, come on, we want more opportunity, we want more choices here. <laughs> So, I don't know. I hope Bobby King gets their, uh, gets their, uh, um, you know, whatever the issues are. I hope they hammer those out and they can go. I, I mean, I guess, you know, if if they don't get the year, if it, you know, the, the none of the stuff rolls out. At least we hope that you know for next year, you know, they have all yeah. these 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 models in a, in a duck and ready, to, or ducks in a row and ready to go. So I don't know. Yeah, what a bummer. I mean, really, yeah. that's just like they they, you know. <laughs> Some we're coming, we're in the middle of summer, and people have already probably made a lot of their purchases. Yeah. You know, yeah. it gets to that point where I was kind of waiting for the Bush Mule, even the 109, and mm-hmm. waiting and waiting and waiting. Now, you know, Andre and I've been talking, you know, like Horizon's got a bunch of new stuff coming out, and we've talked, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but like now, my I'm shifting here now, you know, things are going and yeah, a different direction yeah, because. I mean, you know, waiting and yeah. waiting, and we want to do things and and look at other new products and test them. And you know, where are we at here? Yeah, you know, like what An- the heck's yeah. going on? Like Andre said, I mean, this this is prime time, and this is when they're supposed to come yeah. out. You know, yeah, yeah this is it's, when it's you July, fly. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's July. <laughs> you and have we, to have we don't at least have, your uh, stuff out by Fly Fest, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know if this is in your books, Chris. Do you want? Do we want to talk about some of the changes we uh, we've had up north? 
Yeah, I got that on my list. You, you I don't right, know well, anything about it. Haven't looked at it. Haven't followed it. But I know you guys were really down the dumps, kind of like us. That come out with all these crazy mm-hmm. rules up there. You can't do this. Can't do yep. that. Can't fly near animals or birds or blah blah blah. <laughs> and I mean, it was ridiculous. But they've actually listened to the hobbyists and they've changed things. So what have they done? How have they made it better? Do you guys feel better? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes and no. So first off, I want to say huge thanks to Brendan uh, Shulman from uh, from DGI. Uh, you know, the Node Network. I as soon as this information broke, as soon as it was actually published and done correctly, I stro- punched up a little uh, thank you to him and just said, "Hey." And we had a quick little conversation. Twenty one hundred plus emails sent to Canadian, you know, members of Parliament and the the Minister of Transportation, Mark Garneau, and everything. And, and Brenda was up here early spring, uh, you know, dealing with uh, and having one on ones with Transport Canada. So basically, the, the the Coles notes is they've they've changed the weight restrictions. So it's now. Um, and that works in with the distance and the requirements to be from X, you know, uh, you know, vehicles and stuff. And they got rid of the animal thing. <laughs> oh, did they really? So, yes, Finally. yes. So they don't even talk about animals. They really cleaned up the language. So basically sub 250 gram aircraft, you know, stuff like the, the striker, uh-huh. um, you know, that you can fly anywhere. Oh. 250 grams to a thousand grams. Mm-hmm. You can fly anywhere, but you have to be within. You have to be 5.5 kilometers away from an airport, mm-hmm. uh, aerodrome, water, uh, you know, seaplane port, and 1.8 uh, kilometers away from a helipad versus the nine kilometers. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that is a huge improvement. In those weight classes from 250 grams to 1,000 grams, which is like anything from like the uh, any of the FT products, uh, the belly landers basically uh, fit right into that realm. Um, you basically have to be basically – I'm using basically a lot today uh, – 30 meters from vehicles, cars, you know, people, structures and so on. So that is a huge improvement. Like we can go back to flying in – a park, which is you know what we had before, above a thousand grams, you're at the 75 meter distance from cars, people's structures. So, and that is still very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know at the park I fly, 75 meters is basically from the building to the football posts uh, at that particular park. Um, so, you know, basically, if you're flying something, I'm using basic again here. <laughs> if you're flying something. Uh, you have to, you know, we, we'll change our, our flight pattern and how we approach the land and, you know, watching for people. But that means, like, I can go and fly my EFX racer, um, which are above my head, and my 3D printed Spitfire and any of those flight test airplanes because they all, with batteries uh, loaded into them, they're all within the, pardon me, sub-1,000 uh, gram mm-hmm. uh, weight structure and everything. Now, you still have to stay within 500 meters of line of sight, which is um, one of my sticky points, especially with the flying the P4. Mm-hmm. And your your altitude is 90 meters vertical, so that's what 300 odd feet. So, which is fine. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it's perfectly acceptable to fly within those parameters. Um, what we're probably going to see and work on in the future uh, is, I think, um, I, I know in the U.S., I think there's a lot of RC parks, if I'm correct. You know, that seems to be a new thing, you know, like, you know, instead of the skate park and the and the BMX park and everything, 
an RC park. Think about that. If you could find a plot of land and say, yeah, you can come here with your RC cars and your, your quads and your planes and you can fly in that spot. And it's designed to do that. It doesn't have to be structured. It doesn't have to be, a, you know, a, a Mac or AMA kind of thing or anything. It's just it's a spot where you can do it. And, you know, it's designed to work within these 30 and 75 meter restrictions. And you have a spot just to do it. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's just really fun to see that a conversation was had because I know I, met, I emailed my local member of parliament and it, it, the response back was like, well, we're working on it and stuff. I'll, I'll put your foot, you know, it was kind of one of those, I don't think we're going to get a conversation here. So this is nice. It's not perfect. I don't like the fact that I still have to put all my information on my flying craft mm-hmm. uh, between that 250 gram to thousand. So I've included everything but my home address because that's just ballistic. But, mm-hmm. you know, I could technically still be held accountable for that and find $3,000 for that. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to take, I'm going to roll the dice on that. You know, here, here's my cell phone information. Here's my email information. Here's my Mac ad, you know, my Mac uh, and uh, flying number. So. That's all you're getting. But. Do they have a centralized place that you're supposed to like submit to, like here in the states? Uh, no, like a they okay. don't. They don't have a registration or anything like that. I don't know what's going to come out from the professional license end of it yet. Uh, I'm kind of hoping they do like the 107, like what what you guys have, because mm-hmm. for me it'd be a snap to take that, and then I go, yeah, here you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. you know, there was and there was some language there about oh YouTube and stuff, and I'm like, really, you know, uh, yeah, I stick a camera on a plane, I do the occasional video and stuff, but uh, I, I'm certainly not going to be able to retire on that kind of money. You yeah. know, I, I maybe I can buy a battery or two per year with <laughs> YouTube revenue I see, and it's you know I. I don't push the YouTube page. <clears throat> I know a lot of people are doing really well, like Peter Street uh, and, and David, and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just congratulations. I have a day job and I, I wish I could invest more time. I know, you know, I, we've had that conversation before and it's like, you know, the stuff I could do. If, the, if, if my YouTube channel was my day job, the stuff I could do would be pretty darn fun. Right. But for me, it's just like, yeah, you know, I'm happy to be able to do my Friday flying updates. And, you know, if I get out flying like last weekend for a little bit, get to stick, uh, you know, some cameras on the planes and just shoot a little content and have a little fun for people, right? So, What is their stance on the FPV up there now? Did they change anything with flying FPV? Uh, well, I mean, in the in the regulations, it basically says, you know, line of sight visual. Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest thing that, that Max says about the FPV is have a spotter. Mm. You know, all, all the other requirements – and the language they use, they talk about drones and then, you know, you read down and all this is all model aircraft. So it's all the same. So no matter what, if I'm flying, you know, if I'm flying any of those aircraft that are over the 250 gram, you know, buffer, mm-hmm. um, you know, have a spotter. And that's pretty, pardon me, that's pretty common sense. Uh, so, but it's all within the same realm and everything. So I know when the guys go to our park. Everybody's super safety conscious and everything. We've never had an issue. We've never had an argument. We, you know, so it's. But um, you know, previously to, to to last weekend with the rule changes and everything, we hadn't flown. Uh, we, you know, well, when the weather has been so terrible and mm-hmm. just 
and, and that sensitivity to something that could go wrong. But now, they, and I talked to the guys, and they're like, nothing has gone wrong. We basically, you know, from eight to ten in the morning, kind of thing, depending on the daylight conditions and stuff. Uh, they go, they fly, and there's zero issues, and you know, no one shows up to soccer practice and that until like ten a.m. So they basically get the run of the field, and then after once it starts getting a little too crowded, they say, okay, we're out of here, or they grab their RC trucks and they start having fun with those. So it's you know, RC it's trucks. just not having a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about the RC trucks. Uh, I like my truck. Uh-huh. Plural. Uh, you know, um, I don't want to get into it too much because I get frustrated. But, if, you know, we talked about maybe it was the last podcast. I don't know about the whole FAA thing. Mm-hmm. Now that they've overturned everything. Um, we still don't really know what's going to happen in the future. But what we have kind of been seeing, which which worries me some, that is now these small towns uh, were uh, – municipalities or town townships or whatever like even say canal fulton now they're having more control over what you can and can't do now that we've kind of stepped away from the faa and we're not under them you know where the faa could say no that you know they're under us yes they can fly through here blah 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 well now that that's gone what's kind of freaking me out is a lot of these places now are having a no drone ordinance like you can't fly within city limits or you can't fly at our park or oh, you man. can't do this or do that. And a lot of places now are coming up with their own rules. Yeah. And there's nothing we can do about that now. That's kind of scary yeah, a little a bit. Yeah. Well, you know, and that, that's where, yeah, you, yeah. So a conversation has to be had and, and some education has to be done, but it's, it is frustrating and that, that that's, and when when things changed for you guys, when the registration was dumped down, I think that's that's where everybody else went. Well, if they're not doing it, we're gonna do it, kind of thing, because you know it's just yeah, push I mean, it down the stream. I mean, think about it. You know, as of right now, where we fly over Jackson, it's been really cool. Like you said, mm-hmm. the cops have come over even when we were there numerous yeah. times, hang out, watch us. They 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 kind of enjoy it. But just think, we got somebody in there who was the big don't like the drone thing and says, you know what? No, we're not doing this anymore. You're not allowed to fly at any of the Jackson parks and we'd be kind of hosed. And that's a, that's a big reality that could Mm -hmm. possibly happen unless maybe, you know, we got everybody together and even like the the police or something. And we had, you know, a meeting, you know, that's the thing. It's all about the education because if they don't realize, they just see what's in the media. They see all the negative in the media. Oh, immediately they'll just go to being safe, Better safe than sorry, you know. Hey, this is done. Yeah, and it only takes that one dog walker at the park who's like maybe totally against them, doesn't know anything about it, and goes in and complains and said, "Hey, this is bothering me. I'm worried about my safety and this and that." And they're like, "Ooh, we, you know, maybe we got to put a stop to this, Mm -hmm. or you know what I mean?" Yeah. And luckily, luckily, I would say ninety five percent of everybody we've seen, or maybe weren't even really you know a little concerned about it is once we talk to them and they seen it their their mind completely oh, changed yeah. mm-hmm. but it still takes that one person who's yep. like as yep. totally against it yeah one person even though a thousand people could be fine with it and everything's good but that one person could really change everything so all right we'll get off of that subject i don't even want to that you know <laughs> trying to have a good yeah. fun podcast well, is, a little yeah. bit but yeah, i mean it's just a reality we we were yeah. so excited there for a while because now the registration thing's gone and we we're kind of away from the fa thing but now we're, we're dealing with a whole nother you know issue here and still we don't even know what what's up the fa sleeve here of what's going to happen and not 
I thought they were going to pilot something with some local like cities and municipalities like as a pilot. And then based on that, then they would come back and maybe revisit. Did you see anything about that happening? What do you mean? Explain like, a little more. Like the FAA was going to see like what was maybe what, um, you know, a certain city, like say Philadelphia does mm-hmm. something like that. Give it a pilot of like 90 days. See how that impacts everyone. See what everyone's feedback is mm. and then kind of revisit. I thought I had saw, maybe. seen that a little bit afterwards. But I mean, like we talked about, I mean, right now they're not, they're still not treated as aircraft because everyone, every drone that's been shot, no one's been charged with anything. I know. So right. you know, now it's open season. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. Right. I don't know, man. It's, it's a civil court, so... I suppose. Like if you could get paid back, but then you'd have to prove where you were. You'd almost need to be taping like where your drone was and like have some sort of you know, delineation. Yeah. I mean, that's when it gets that's into that way. whole yeah. thing of what. You know, airspace wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? It, what? Do, uh, it gets yep. that gets tricky and in, in the whole other dilemma. So we'll just have to see what. Yep. How, but again, I hey man, I hate to get dive too much into this, but now really like with these yep. things, you know, getting smaller and smaller, and you know where you can crank around your yard and they're safer, and yep. this thing's really not gonna gonna hurt anybody. Right. You know, we're we're getting to the point yeah. where it's it's getting better and safer, and you know, even though these are kind of noisy, you almost can't see them when you're right. <laughs> you're cranking <Yeah>. around. <laughs> and I fly mine like crazy around my neighborhood, and of course, everybody knows me; they're pretty cool. So, but I think with the technology and everything becoming better and smaller and safer and everything, that 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 does in, help us in mm-hmm. our favor a little bit. So, speaking of torrent, Andre, mm-hmm. getting a lot of questions. Um, gremlin versus torrent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I, I honestly, I haven't flown a gremlin. I know Mike Finley did. And he he talked a lot about it, and he did fly the torrent. Uh, I fly the daylights out of the torrent. I love the torrent. You have a gremlin. You got a gremlin off of FT. And the big question is gremlin or torrent, gremlin or torrent. And I try to tell everybody, you know, even though I haven't flown a gremlin, everybody I've talked to and everything, they're, they're, they're very similar. Uh, we yeah. even priced everything out. If you wanted to get a gremlin uh, with everything and built so you can pull it out of the box and bind it to your radio and fly it like the torrent, they're the same, basically the same price. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. very comparable in price. So, you know, that's, if you want to buy it in, in in pieces and build it and tune it yourself, the Gremlin definitely is the way to go. It's cheaper that way. If you like to tinker, go that route. I think they fly very comparable. Um, the Gremlin does fly. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm losing my mind here. Uh, generally, the Gremlin flies on two cell, but are the new ones now? Do you have to get different motors to fly them on three cell? How does that work, Andre? Do there you know? are there are updates coming from flight test. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the, the the whole details, but I know some new hardware is. I know they're finally getting their uh, carbon fiber frames and everything. So that product right. is about to, I would say, version one point five, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are slowly revving up. And Andy Chase was was pinging me the other night asking those same questions. He's like, I'm in the market for a 2S. You know, you want the flexibility to go to the 3S. And I'm like, do you want to build it? Or are you going to have them build it? And that's, I think that's the delta on that product is are you comfortable doing a lot of micro soldering? Is, are, you, are you into doing a lot of gear stuff yourself? If not, 
are you looking for a bind and five solution? And it's it, and and that is the the ultimate question you have to ask yourself. You know, so if you you can get the flight test crew, uh, Ian and um, uh, sorry, I'm having a brain fade, but uh, TJ uh, to uh, build one up for you, and you'll pay the fifty or sixty dollars, mm-hmm. and and that point you have a bind and fly solution that's been tuned and tested. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like you 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 put the two of them side by side and even throw in little gt90 or the mm-hmm. baby hawk mm-hmm. you know so it's it's uh, I, I think it comes down to accessibility yeah uh, you know what can you get your spare parts you know because you will eventually need it i know uh the issue i had and i've actually i've passed that gremlin off to martin and he's going to build it up and then i'm going to fly it again because mm-hmm. i tried to do a quick flight but the delron frame uh, one of the booms was broken so it didn't last all of 30 seconds um uh, Mike, Mike Finley is saying the yeah. new one is yeah yeah the, the carbon fibers that no they will fly on 3s just fine and the red bottoms with the newer EOCs so it, it it comes down to what do you want out of it I mean even I was flying and I was talking to you about this the other night I was flying my 90 GT in my yard and because the trees we, it's raining so much the trees are just plump and big and growing that it was frustrating because every time I'd whack around a corner I'd clip something new because it was just <laughs> and I couldn't I couldn't fly the 90 the way I flew it at your place uh-huh. or where if, or you know at uh, out out at the Fury Field or at Chad Capper's place. And it was kind of like it's it's almost too fast for that those the environments I'm I'm in because I kept having to take the goggles off, walk over, retrieve the quad. Where everywhere else I could fly my heart out, right? So it was really interesting um, saying that it w- it almost felt too big. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see, and I'm still going to say this because we saw the 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 Inductrix Pro, you know, but it's still a one S craft. So I'm I'm kind of wondering when we're going to see that next jet class of you know uh, brushless motor but it's even smaller so we've got yeah. an industrial size craft that can handle the wind so it's almost like you know uh, a um, three-quarter size torrent you know mm-hmm. right right so i think i think that'll be nicer in the small yards mind you if i had just gone slower i probably would have flown okay but where's the fun in that <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so so it, i guess to summarize that question chris it's it's I think it comes down to accessibility. I mean, um, uh, I'll probably, I, I keep saying this, there's, a, there's like, there's several aircraft and stuff that I want to really look at really closely when I go to Flight Fest and getting my own, uh, you know, my own Gremlin is probably high on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, they've got the new Cub that I really want my dad to get myself because it fits that uh, size limit that we're working with here. And then there's the uh, Barracuda. So... Uh, but that's uh, we're going off topic here. As far as I'm concerned about the the little quads, yeah, they all everybody's got the same spec. We've just we've just hit that finite, and then there's a couple other little pieces of equipment that are just starting to really shine. I I really uh, speaking of equipment, I really want to get my hands on that uh, that run cam split. Oh really? Now what's what, what do you see? What's the big advantage to that thing? Obviously, you can take it out and move it to different. Uh... Go ahead. The FPV, the FPV camera, instead of, I don't have anything accessible, instead of me having my whole my FPV kit and, say, a run cam stuck on a quad, yeah. it's all one unit now. Your FPV cam is the same quality as your run cam recording unit, mm. a oh, lens and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's got an onboard SD card. So my FPV camera, trans, my FPV transmission camera is still my acquisition camera so oh. one less piece of equipment on board and 
and it's all you know it's uh, in, in your mounts right on board so mm-hmm. yeah that looks cool uh i really do think i want to get my hands on that one and try it and uh you know i it, it you watch some of the updates and that was born out of the fact that gopro took them uh right. took them to court legally for the form factor so they just yeah. ripped all the gear out and repurposed it all which is brilliant thinking i mean mm-hmm. what else are you supposed to do with it but i'm like geez you know this now sits on top of my you know puts on top of my fpv not my fpv kit but my you know you rack stack them up inside your uh, your quad and the camera's there and why not right so it is highly 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 wanted but it's too big and uh it's we we had we had this conversation after the Lodge podcast. I've kind of you know I've kind of decided that you know 150 mils milligram uh, milligrams milliliters the the 150 class quads. Mm-hmm. I I really have no need to go beyond that. The 120 150 are just they're sweet. They're fast enough I for agree. the open fields and yeah. everything. And then everything else I want is uh is smaller. So uh it's uh it's it's just yeah. Smaller gear, smaller gear, smaller gear, uh, and it, and we get away with what we're uh, what we're after. But uh, yes, so look at that. I, I completely screwed up your, your your train of thought again. <laughs> no, not at all. It's you know it just seems like since we talked a lot about the torrent and and everything, yeah. it's just a big debate. People are like, well, I don't yeah. know what to do. They got the GT ninety and the torrent and the Gremlin, and I don't know what to get. They're all. Yeah. I think they're all good. Honestly, I, all, I, I I think it comes down. Yeah, it comes down to. Yeah. I think if you're in a group of people that are all flying, you know, the, the torrents, well, you're going to get a torrent because then you're all just going to be, you're going to be all close. You're going to have some fun. You're going to goof around. You know, if you've, uh, there's just, there's, it's, it's that community thing. And it's funny because when I flew my GT in the yard by myself, I think I flew a battery, maybe two. And then I got bored because I was flying by myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, you know, it's just, you know, we, we can't get away through. Uh, um, I've just been told by that they're working on a plane version for the, uh, the split. I'm like, that's sweet. I mean, really, all you have to do is extend the cable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be awesome because it's like I said, it's one less piece of kit that I have to stick somewhere. Mind you, that lens and form factor, you still have to put it somewhere. But yeah. we all we all love sticking our cameras on our planes and flying around. And there's just, you know, come the fall, some of the footage we'll be able to acquire is just beautiful. But to be able to do an FPV combo and have the resolution uh, because we GoPro years ago when I started the FPV they had that uh, pilot HD camera with a built in SD card right into it mm-hmm. same principle and I mean it was like that big mm-hmm. footage was terrible but the point <laughs> is I didn't have to put an extra camera on board yes. so yeah yeah hmm. so it was kind of a little bit like the run cam the, then, because I know Mike used to run the run cam. That was his FPV camera, plus, yeah. the, you know, re- would record, but now we're getting better quality, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you're, you're still getting your transmission out, and mm-hmm. it is, uh, you know, it's, yeah. And the same thing with my Mobius and stuff. I've done that one before, too. Uh, the risk was always that there was a latency. Well, apparently, there's no latency issue with this design and everything. So, gotcha. minimal, minimal, minimal. So, they've upped that quality. And while we're talking about FPV, did anybody notice that Fat Shark made a logo change and some executive design changes? And I also saw no. a really awesome article. I don't have the link handy, but they have jumped into the full digital goggle market. No. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. Yes. There was a picture of these sleek, really 
awesome looking white goggles mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they are uh, designed to um, basically HDMI in. And uh, I kind of went, ooh, depending on the price market on that, because this guy here is in the market for some HDMI goggles for right. some reason all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm like, yes. So I think I'm going to hold out for as long as I can before I do procure a set of HDMI goggles mm-hmm. uh, because this is a game changer as far as, you know, if it's almost like they need the digital goggles and then you have an analog receiver so you can use your old FPV gear until the digital stuff rolls in and we know this. So I think mm-hmm. next year, because we've seen the Connex system, haven't seen a lot of thunder from them in the last couple of months. Right. So it's like, I wonder if the technology... It's expensive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, ridiculous yeah. Like this, expensive. It is, yeah. it is, exactly. It is crazy expensive, like $600 and you yes. still have no goggles. Yeah, um, right. You know, so... I don't need a thousand dollars to have a big beautiful pitch. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's going to be coming. So the goggles look great, and you know, if as long as you can slap in your analog thing, and it's the you know they've changed, they've gone with them some high resolution you know uh, display systems, and there and they looked gorgeous. They were slick. Yeah, the Conics is way too much, way too expensive. So we'll see. Uh, the best part about the digital transmission is, again, it might help us with frequency management and everything, but it's the fact when you're sitting there with like 20 blinking LED antennas on top of your head, you yeah. look goofy, but wait a minute. So uh, do I dwell into my uh, P4 purchases? Yeah, real quick, we might as well. I mean, because the so, last podcast, we kind of talked about all the <laughs> issues you were having and panicking Ooh, and freaking yeah. out. And yeah, and I, I mean, I footage again and I laugh. I laugh so hard. I, and it's like, you know what? I want to do what like Mike Finley does. And I got to check to see if my tablet can record the audio because you would have heard. You know, oh, my you God. Yelling at me when I stopped and everything. Um, but yes, I got I was getting hammered big time, as you recall from the last podcast on 2.4. Uh, so I went out and I purchased the new set of antennas from FPV. Oh, what is it? FPV LP. Anyhow, we, um, drone nerds drone out of nerds. California. Nope. Florida. Yeah. Florida. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. And Great company. So they shipped, uh, yeah. Uh, they, they had them in stock. So mm-hmm. I've had them up shipped to Chris in Ohio. So they're yep. waiting for me. And I did put in for the HDMI module at the same yep. time. Cause I figure if I'm going into the remote, I might as well do it. And these are the updated versions. So they've got the clear Chris has sent me little hints of pictures and everything. So I have to wait another two weeks before I see these. I was like, do I bring the remote up and do I, I'm like, no, no, no I'll do this when I get home. We'll put it on the bench. Uh, I got them. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Because it's funny, they sent me a customer review, and I'm like, uh, I gotta wait to reply on this one. Uh, they're good, so, good company, I like them. Yeah, uh, I, I'm looking forward to this. I don't know. I was I was looking at my uh, look at that nice goggle, nice piece yeah. of kit. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it should be really interesting to see the difference and do a range test. Now, I'm restricted, and I do stay within that 500 meter bubble. The goal wasn't for range. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. It's about maximum clarity so I don't get breakup. Um, because I've said, and I think it's been well documented, that the Phantom 4's receiving systems and transmission systems aren't as robust as the P3. And I would, like I said, I was seeing massive amount of 2.4 interference at, at Mike uh, Coolen's, uh, his parents' place that day. And there was a couple big transmitting towers around there and stuff like that. So, uh, And I've seen it when I've been uh, flying... Um, 
behind people and stuff like that, especially planes with telemetry. Oof. So, yeah. So that that is the big purchase, and I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I'll do the full build up. And and the nice thing with this one is you remove the stock antennas mm-hmm. and the wire all in nice and clean. Yes. Uh, sad part is my backpack, my nice backpack mm-hmm. design, might be uh, non-functional. And it, but if I suddenly have a set of goggles that I bring with me as well for this thing, yeah. Or uh, you know another display that I hook in through HDMI, I'll put it all into another box and just have the two pieces. So it's say levy. Uh, but the point is, I'll, I'll have better reception. So I'm looking forward to that. So that'll be a late July modification. So yeah. Stay tuned. The, the only thing you could do, and I didn't want to do it and, and mess around with it, but yours would be a little easier since they go into the existing antennas is really, you know, that's, it's just a 3d printed piece that clips onto your controllers. You just unscrew yeah. the two antennas, unclip it and it comes right off. So, you know, if you wanted to take them off, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Um, I just keep, wonder about the, um, threading back and forth. If you do anything, cause those cables inside those interior cables, well, they talk about not, it's the, the clip end of the bottom. So these might be you know, enough, but yeah, a little 3d printed tool or something and just spin on the antennas correctly. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah. Should be good. I'm interested to see uh, how, I think you're going to love it, honestly, because that was was one of the best purchases I've I've ever done for my Exactly. Exactly. And that, that weekend really solidified it when, you know, it was just, it was, that was gnarly. That was the worst breakup I've ever experienced. I'm telling you, I don't know after leaving that weekend, Andre didn't have a heart attack. (laughs) Everything that went on and I was, I don't know. I mean, I know he had fun, but he had to be going home going, holy cow. I don't think I could take another weekend like that for a while. (laughs) You guys packed it in for sure. Oh my gosh. Uh, Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that, that one, that one, and then the Radiant. And the Radiant, I have not flown since I've done the rebuild, so. Ah, oh, it'll um, be fine. And like I said, let's I, look at Pat's Radiant and how that thing flies <laughs> and how it looks. Yours, you won't have any problems with it. We'll do a test. We'll do a quick test run up. Uh, I think the CG's moved a little bit, so I'll have to do a quick test run. And someone was saying, put a streamer on the tail so I know it's mine. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I don't trust myself anymore. It, it, that, that took... I tell you, when you do something like that, boy, it takes your flying confidence down a couple notches. You know, I haven't yeah. had a serious good crash like that in a long time. Yeah. It, and when Wayne was over here, I was showing him the footage of it. And he's like, yep. I, I, as soon as he, he watched, he goes, yeah, right away I could tell that he was looking at somebody else's radio. And we were just watching yours go out over <laughs> the houses and porpoising up and down and around. He's like, yep, there's Andre. He, he has no idea. He's not, you know, that's not his. And then yeah. boom, and then goes. Yeah, that had to be servo failure in the end. So to answer people's question, yes, I put the metal servo in. I'm like, enough of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it should be fine. All right, um, we got a bunch of new products we uh, wanted to talk about a little bit. There's a couple stories I just wanted to mention. We won't go into major detail, especially on the next one. But the first one Andre sent to me, that, and I think it's just funny. Uh, did you guys hear about the elderly uh, lady passenger who chucked coins into the jet oh, engine God. before yeah. she got on? No. Yeah. You didn't hear about <laughs> that? Shut it down, right? Oh, all right. I'll just tell you about the story a little bit because I just thought it was funny. And five poor, hours? Yeah, yeah. five-hour delay. Let me ignore this here real quick. Uh, you know, she was superstitious. She was boarding the plane, walks by with a handful, I think it was nine coins or something, and just chucks them right into the engine. 
didn't say anything, just kept on walking. Well, one of the passengers behind him's like, gets on, and goes, "Hey, this lady just threw something <laughs> into the engine. You know, maybe we ought to check it out a little bit." And uh, I think if I'll read the story, but I think most of them missed, but the one did go in there. So they spent five hours oh trying to find this thing. So okay, here's the story. It says a superstitious passenger delayed a flight uh, from Shanghai for several hours on Tuesday after throwing coins at the engine for good luck. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> the elderly woman was detained by police uh, at the airport for this bizarre incident, forcing nearly 150 passengers to be evacuated from the plane and if causing a five-hour delay. The 80-year-old woman threw nine coins at the engine of a China South uh, Southern Airlines flight as she was boarding on the tarmac. Eight of the coins missed their target, but one nestled inside the engine. Adding that the passengers uh, behind her spotted her and reported it to authorities. Um, the woman was traveling with her husband, daughter, and son-in-law. Says a senior passenger threw coins into the plane's <laughs> engine and delayed the flight <laughs> and was taken away by police. In order to make sure that the, the uh. flight was safe, their maintenance department conducted a oh full God. exam of the plane's engines. Uh, there was a lot of stuff going on. They were talking about, you know, this was not a wish fountain. No, right, yeah. Koi Pond. What are you doing? Paper money if you're going to do that. Come on. Says the woman will not face police action. Citing yeah. that uh, she had she had broken the law and would normally serve five days behind jail, but she is exempted because she is over the age of seventy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sure she admitted to it right away too. She's like, "Yeah, nine coins, absolutely." Yeah, that's for uh, good luck. Oh. Um. The only other thing I was wanted to chat about real quick because um I don't really care too much. But it was gaining some traction for a little while. Seeing if I had the article. I wonder if I got rid of it. Anyway, our good buddy Casey Neistat. And I don't know. I still watch him. I don't know why I watch him. <laughs> I really don't. I, actually, I do. I, I just like to see his style of editing, what he does with his videos. Not so much of what he's doing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But just the way he... I, I learn yeah. things from yep. ed an editing standpoint. Um uh, but anyway, uh, he was gaining some traction because he admitted that he was doing some investigation. Um, and Andre, I, I see you're kind of, I think, looking for, uh, was under investigation with the FAA for a lot of his, I would say, illegal flying of what he's been doing. And one article I read was a lot of people actually contacted the FAA. Like there was a lot of complaints about him. You know, they were watching his videos. They were seeing where he was flying and, and they had a whole list of complaints compiled over like a year mm -hmm. that they were sending to the FAA. Look what this guy's doing. Blah, blah. Not that I would never do that, you know, whatever. And they were listen, listing the complaints and everything. But I just found it rather interesting that the FAA came back on everything except one point that they didn't have enough evidence to do anything with Casey Neistat or further any more investigation. Huh. And I was kind of like, what more evidence right, do you yeah. need of him flying yeah. a drone through New York City? Mm-hmm. 
All right, there's one. I think the only one that they did some investigating was uh, was one where he was flying a, around a some type of a amusement park, and they determined that that amusement park was within five miles of a certain airport or whatever. Other than that, everything else, they're like, well, we don't have enough evidence. We weren't sure if he was really pilot, piloting the drone and this and that, and they went on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And not that I want to see Casey get in trouble. Yeah, I don't agree with a lot of his flying and what he's been doing. And, you know, he, he, he is registered with the FAA. He's not 107 certified. But I just found it rather interesting that they, yeah. with everything he's doing and the money he's making off his videos, that the FAA is like, ah, we don't have enough evidence. We're just going to let him go. Where a few years ago, there was a gentleman out of Florida, and I'm sure if you Google the story, you could find it, who was just flying beautiful scenery down in florida around the ocean and 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 posting us on on his youtube for fun wasn't a business or anything who ended up getting a cease and desist letter from the faa because he was making money on youtube oh wow so you know what i mean i just so Casey's got better lawyers. That's what we're. Well, like Andre pointed <laughs> yeah. out, you know, he's working for CNN, and and then CNN is a big company, mm-hmm. and and who knows, they may even right. have uh, CNN may have their mm-hmm. their money in the FAA's pockets. I don't know. It I'm sound, just yeah. It sounds here. like something there. Where it's like we're not sure yeah. he was flying, and who knows if it was green screen? It's like well, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and the other argument that it was like, oh, it's only part of the video. It's just you know, it's only there for a couple seconds. I'm like, really? That is the that is so. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, open season. I guess. Yeah. I I don't know what to say about it. You know, and. I know, I'm not going to lie. A lot of the stuff he does get, he's he's good at it. Mm-hmm. Whether he's a good pilot or not, but the <laughs> way he gets the footage, he's mm-hmm. he gets a lot of good stuff. But you know, flying over the people and the buildings and the cities and the you know, it's like highways, oh, highways, yeah. and you know, there was I think some shots. Was it a while back out of was it in California? So I mean, he was literally flying over the streets. You know, I was just like. Great footage, but holy cow, how does this guy not right. get in trouble? And then when I read, you know, because when he first announced, I thought, oh, man, that's it. He's done. He is done. I'm figuring the FAA is just compiling and compiling and compiling, and they're going to hit him and be like, oh, oh, this is not going to be good. But no, reading the article, it was just wow. kind of like, yeah, we don't have enough evidence. And so far, you know, he's good. Mm. So I just thought yes. that was rather interesting. Yeah. But good on you, Casey. If you can get away with it and, and don't get in trouble, you know, more power to you. Um, okay, how about some new products? We haven't talked about some new products for a little while. Uh, oh, real quick, before we do get into the new products, I wanted to commend uh, Horizon Hobby a little bit because I've talked about it a million times, how uh, I see a product or I read about a product or even maybe watch a, a review about it and I was like, Eh, I'm on the fence. I don't really know. But when you go somewhere to like a, a show where you talk to the product development guys, no matter who it is, I don't care if it's Horizon, Hobby King, even, even Hobby King was the same way. There might have been some products I was on the fence or I didn't really care for or, or wasn't on my list until maybe we talked to Stuart and he explained a little bit more about it or went into detail or how much testing and development to make this better or that better. Same thing with Horizon. You know, We talked about their, their new uh, Cessna 150 carbon Z whatever mm-hmm. they have, you know, after talking to him and seeing what they did and, and everything, it really changes your mind. So Horizon had a big flying event 
you know, where everybody could come in. They were letting everybody fly a lot of their products. You could see them, check them out, talk to the designers. That to me is huge. And I give them props that they, they've done that and let people come out and see and, and check out their products in person and actually fly them. Cause that, that makes a huge difference in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You, they're going to be out at flight fast, right? I heard they were Andre. Oh, do you know, right. I, I, think some of the guys are coming down and I, i'm sure That'll if they are sweet. yeah bringing yeah. some stuff and so maybe they're going to be doing some demos and letting people cool. yeah 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 huge difference in right yeah. you know yeah i agree if you could just see it and then especially if you talk to them and they tell you why they did something mm-hmm. yeah the way they did it yeah. right you know that's, you know, that's pretty cool when, when the timber first come out i seen it i'm like I like the idea, like the concept, ugly plane, didn't really like the looks of it. Obviously, you know, the video showed that it flew fantastic, but until we, and everybody I've talked to is the same way, until we seen that plane in person and we seen it and checked it all out, then we were like, oh yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I'm on board. Everybody says it, it's yep. so much better in person Oh yeah. than what you were, I think, yeah, the absolutely. same way. Yep. You, mm-hmm. you look at it in the pictures and you're like, yeah, it's kind of ugly, mm-hmm. you know? But once you see it in person and yeah. everything, and in the air, it d- yeah, totally that, different. That's, that's why he got it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you seen mics. He seen mics. Yeah, he saw mine. He's he flew both. Yeah, and you ended up going with it. Yeah, yeah. it was like the landing gear design. I think that was yeah. that was part of it. And the yeah. fact about you know spectrum everything. And mm-hmm. I had lights. At this point was easier. <laughs> yeah, and the lights were pre-installed. I saw what Sky had to go through to do lights in the yeah. Tundra, which <laughs> didn't seem appealing to me. So yeah, that was fun. Right. Um. So real quick. I guess we'll start off since we're talking about Horizon. Uh, first thing, let's just start off with the expert. They made a huge uh, product announcement about this thing. Uh, lots of video, had a ton of people come out. They had a I whole thing it, yeah. about it. You, you haven't seen this no, thing? No, yet? no, no. Flight Test did it. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a video. Josh on was out there and Alex. Like a and, lot of fun. Yeah. Now, before we get into this <laughs> thing, let me bring Andre back up here. Oh, I lost you here real quick, Andre. Um, let me bring you back up here real quick. <laughs> now, Scott, you've seen it. Yeah. Did you watch any of the videos? Yeah, I watched their okay. videos of it. Uh, it looks so fun. Now, not to say I'm not interested in this, but they had the conversions come out, mm-hmm. and we looked at that, and we had a big discussion yeah. about that, or whether to possibly get that thing. I, I read through the manual. Some of the things that I was just like, eh, I was really on the fence mm-hmm. for for that thing, and we kind of pass on. Well, now they bring out the, the expert, which is smaller, looks a little bit more fun, possibly better flying. But what are they trying to get here? Is this are they trying to push a new, just a whole new concept of a whole new idea of you know multi rotor slash plane to make something more versatile? Because right now, and again. I'm speculating here because I haven't seen one in person. I haven't touched it or tasted it or flown it or anything like that. So it's all speculation. And this is where I like to talk about things and get other people's opinion. Mm. You know, if I'm going to go out and fly around multi-rotor, well, guess what? I'm grabbing the Torn or the Vortex and I'm going to go crank around my yard. But then, you know, if I want to go out to the field and fly the Radiant or the Tundra or whatever, different experiences here depending on what I want to do. What's their idea? What's the concept of why trying to put because it looks like it does fly really good as a wing or whatever. I'm not so sure that it's going to be as much fun in the multi-rotor conversion no. part of flying around, obviously, as like the Torn or something like that. So 
Like Andre, what are they trying to do with this? Are they just? I don't, I'm kind of confused here. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I've got a theory on that. Okay, we'll listen to yours, but right. I. I I don't under I mean I want to try it. Don't get me wrong. I, oh, yeah. It's interesting, it and you know it's odd. set up for FPV and all this, but I don't understand it. Yeah, it, it's interesting because I finally saw a conversion flying in person mm -hmm. uh, this previous weekend. Now I didn't even do transition, and it was pretty it was pretty zippy in in FPV mode. I just wonder if. Um, they're, you know, if they're if they're designing stuff and they're just looking at, you know, the equipment they've got. How do we how do we get that? Because it only has two motors, correct? Yes. So I think what they're doing is, yeah, they're looking at ways to use the technology so they can, you know, two motors, kind of, you know, and and you get this versatility out of it. So you know, is it a beginner aircraft? I I I don't know. I mean, I watched the flight test video. I've watched a little bit from from. Uh, or e flight and horizon themselves and it, it looks fun and everything but uh would i buy it i don't know i'd love to test the heck out of it because it looks like it's pretty durable and is it that's is it you know it's it's got the shielded props and everything and you probably you know you could fly that thing around your backyard because it's a little bigger um i think you'd probably run into a couple things based on the way it's designed because it's kind of pushing itself through the air at points right mm -hmm. but uh you know you get a gaggle of those things together and you'd probably have a lot of fun. So I wonder if they're working on it because they did release something else and it kind of makes me think, are they working on stuff for indoors for the fall kind of thing and winter already uh, where this is their, their, their offerings, you know? Um, the conversion I, I like, but I could see V2 with some improved technology behind it first, uh, like, or even just, uh, you know, heavier due to your servos because everything, I, all the crashes I've seen have all been due to servo failure. Um, but this thing looks pretty neat, you know, just to be able to pop in. I don't know. I think uh, I think once you fly, you probably would get it. And it, But I can't see. I'm, I'm like you. I'm like, if I'm going to fly a multi-rotor, I'm going to have a, a – it's a compromise, right? So if I'm going to fly my multi-rotor, I'm going to have something that's great at flying as a multi-rotor. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to have a small airplane, I'm going to have a small airplane that's going to fly well as a small airplane. But this thing kind of gets you a little bit in between. So I guess if you're in an environment where you think, okay, this will this will be handy, um, you know, it's uh, – yeah. I don't know, man. I, I do want to see one. I do yeah. want to fly it. Uh, I think – I got a feeling that if we got our hands on one, I think we'd actually like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what battery it takes. I haven't even looked at the specs or anything like that. But I think, you know, I think we would have a lot of fun. And it, I think – I suspect it's one of those aircraft that if you got two or three of your buddies banging around with it, you could probably get into all kinds of trouble and have all <laughs> kinds of fun with it because you've got the shielded props and everything. So you can be like, I'm going through this tight corner and I'm going sideways. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, I don't know. Gee. Scott, what do you – Well, I think it's, it's definitely – I wouldn't fly it around as just a quad the whole time. You know, I think it's more like what you said. It's more of an airplane, but it opens up where you can fly it. Like if you if, right now, like when we fly our planes, we need lots of space, mm -hmm. you know, to take off yeah. to, to land this thing. You can go to a smaller park. Maybe there's some trees here. So that that's why you wouldn't bring your normal planes in. But you can just throw yeah. it up. Airspace is there. You can tool around. It opens it up where you can fly it. Like you can you can fly it wherever, you know, you can go to much smaller parks, you know, and you can just land it, you know, take it off, yeah. land, convert it to a plane well, and then you're having fun in the air. Well, and that's where the that's where I thought the conversion was going to be. It's too. it's gold right. ticket, but but uh, that airplane is quick. 
Yes. That is a very yeah. quick airplane. When it's transitioned into full flight mm-hmm. mode, it is a very quick flying aircraft. So it's, um, you know, so the guy I was watching, he just stuck it in hover mode and he was beaming around doing circuit orbits around a tree, kind of like what you do oh, with, wow. a, with a multi-rotor. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if the wing aspect just kind of gives it that little extra stability. But you're, you're, you're completely correct in that, you know, it, it, it's a small aircraft that you can um, – so it is maybe it is best of both worlds. You're getting your multi rotor kick in, but you're also able to transition to quick fixed wing and beam around. And like Chris said, it's got the FPV, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, but okay, Scott. So and I'm playing devil's yeah. oh, advocate yeah. here because I'm for sure intrigued about this. Don't get me don't want to get the wrong idea, sending the wrong message out that this. You know, I like I like it. You know, even the flight test guys like, man, this thing's amazing. Even though they did fly it more in airplane mode, you know, it looks like just a fun small wing. But where, say, you know, you have the arrow, so you're out at our field and you're beaming around the arrow. Why would you buy the Xvert? Is it Xvert? I don't know. Yeah, the Xvert over, you know, bombing around your arrow. Where do you see? You know what I mean? Where, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get it's, at. It's I still need more space, though. If you're nervous about takeoff, maybe, because you can just set it down and kind of back away, I guess. In the videos they had, too, this thing, like, uh, I'm trying to think. I think it was um, Matt Andron. They had this thing upside down and backwards, you know, because it's got safe mode on it. And they were just chucking the thing. Like, it was just literally in every which way imaginable, just just chucking it, hitting the power, and it straight up. So it's almost dummy proof as Mm -hmm. far as taking so off. I can, I can see like throwing this out. I couldn't do it in my backyard just because I'm too close to the airport. But like, <laughs> yeah, you know, your backyard. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't do could... my, I wouldn't do my arrow, but this I would. You would. Yeah. Cause like once you get above that tree line, mm-hmm. you can tool around forever. I couldn't do that with my arrow. Oh, it's so you're saying taking off in multi-rotor off, mode, right. going up, switching, going up, up switching, yeah. and then you're flying. Uh, right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, it, and it's, it's got, just, it's got the protective props so you can hit a tree. Now, right. does it, if you cut power, does it glide at all, or did they show anything like that? Or I would say in airplane does. mode, yeah, yeah you can cut the power, and yeah. it looks like it flies just like okay. a really good small wing. There'd be some benefit to that, I guess. Yeah. If you, if you did lose power, maybe it would just kind of convert. It's a 2S2, 2S450 to 800 battery pack, okay. so that's not bad. No, so, okay, I, I, all right. I like the size. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. The price is pretty good. It's like 169 uh, okay. actually, but- yeah. If you do want to go FPV, and we'll talk about that here in a second, uh, it's like $60 for the FPV kit because I think they're using maybe the torrent camera. I can't remember. But the cool thing about, since you haven't seen this Mm -hmm. thing, if it's in multi-rotor mode, the camera you know, points out uh, as okay. it switches to airplane mode, the camera flips up. Uh, so gotcha. you can yeah. transfer in between modes and still come I couldn't f- remember if they showed that. Oh, that's cool. Uh, like yeah. on the FTV. Yeah. Videos. Like <laughs> I'd be scared if I had my goggles on. The whole <laughs> oh time. yeah. I was like, all right, where I'm looking straight up at the clouds, you yeah. know, like yeah. where would I, <laughs> how would I land? Do you know this? <laughs> mm, okay. And it would be cool. You know, FPV, you throw your goggles on, you're in, oh, yeah. uh, multi-rotor mode and you lift off and transfer and you're cruising around and then you come back go back to multi you know that would be that i would could be see fun. where it'd be, be it would be fun but i'm just still trying to figure out what they're doing is this something that they're going to keep continuing to improve and develop and push this type of product or is this kind of going to turn into a little niche thing where they're like well you know ain't doing too good and a year later it disappears i i have to commend them a little bit with the convert you know they they come out with the convergence and we've seen 
I think some of the problems, like Andre said, it was kind of super fast where they've took this, made it smaller, lighter, easier, probably more fun all around. Right. Looks like it yeah, might it looks even, like a fun plane. Yeah, fly better. It's cheaper. So, you know, they haven't ditched the idea that they're working on it. Right. Okay. Anyway. Guess uh, depends on how it sells, right? I mean, if it if they sell a bunch of them, then I bet they'll continue and have more. If it just kind of flounders, then yeah. it'll be gone. Um, real quick, we'll, um, I wanted to get some specs for it real quick. Expert gives you the fun versatility of a vertical takeoff landing aircraft without the need of complex mechanics or fancy program. Also makes the transition between multi-rotor and airplane flight as easy as flipping a switch. You can take the expert flight experience to a whole different level by adding a patent pending patent pending servo driven FPV camera mount that automatically transitions from your FPV camera uh, whenever the expert is switched between the two modes. Light wing loading, efficient aerodynamic, uh, make the plane design play a big role in making it easy to fly. It does have the safe system in it. Automated transition, making it between multi-rotor and airplane flight as simple as flipping a switch. The flight controller will automatically transition the aircraft from one using the other, using safe technology to stabilize everything so you can relax and have fun. Three flight modes, advanced control software features flight modes that along with the model's light wing loading make it efficient aerodynamic and a wide range of performance. Multi-rotor stability mode, airplane stability mode, airplane acro mode. Um, you can customize your trim scheme. It does come with a bunch of different colors. So like like Andre was saying, if you got three of your friends and you got a bunch of these, they would be fun. You know, simple transmitter setup. Uh, takes off and lands vertically in small areas. Fly slow or fast. Perform perform aerobatics now we uh, some of the videos i did see in in acro mode the thing was ooh, it was crazy so if you want to go out and just bang the sticks around the thing was pretty nuts simple tail sitter design and safe technology makes uh, vtol flying easy stability in acro mode provides a wide range of flight performance accepts patent pending servo yeah we got 280 size brushless motor two i like the battery two cell 450 to 800 so you could get a yeah. ton of batteries and be yeah. cheap Lightweight, uh, EPO, colorful, ready to fly within minutes. So all you really need is your transmitter, uh, batteries, and that's it. And it's not very big. It's relatively small. It's only 19, almost 16-inch wingspan or, or uh, 504 millimeters. It's super lightweight, 6.4 to 7 ounces or around 200 grams. Um, prop size, 125 by 75 left and right rotation. So it, it's small, but um, Horizon did a video here just the other day. I can't remember what day it was. We had a day this week. It was super windy, and they did a video, and that thing was out flying around in the wind. And, oh, wow. And it did really well. So there you have it, the new Xvert VTOL. Uh, it's it's yeah. cool. I think we're we – Yeah, might, the price point. Wow. Like yeah, 150. Yeah, 150 yeah. bucks, which is right – on a lot of their two cell ultra micro stuff too, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I could see something like this if it, if it does work and it does transition, 
depending on how fast the transition is to and how fast you can get it to stop, it might be really handy in a small yard where like, whoops, too close or, you know, tree and just pop it into hover and stop it. So yeah, I would like um, to see it. Yeah. I, see how I'm fast have to it try goes. Try and like, look into this thing and see. Yeah. <coughs> uh, excuse me. All right. The next thing we wanted to mention that Horizon brought up. Yeah. I was, I was a little. I don't know. I guess shocked on this one. I didn't see it coming. Um, and I've had the old version, and Andre just got the old version, crashed it, and <laughs> tore the nose off of it, which was a. Uh, uh, a thing that Show happened. All, all right, <laughs> well, back I'll, I'll pull him back up here, real quick. He can show. There you go. <laughs> now that is the old Ultra Micro Striker that Andre's post. Let me throw you on the big screen here. And fun little airplane. I had one and oh, threw yeah. the daylights out of it. It was a lot of fun. But right there was the problem with that thing. Anytime you had a slight crash with the thing, it broke. Right there where Andre's did, off the nose, and you can see it was broke there once before. I must have glued mine four, five, six times to the point where I had to buy a new airframe, switch everything over. It was the that super cheap EPS-type foam that a lot of the Ultra Micros are made out of. Ooh, I even broke the prop. Oh. That's impressive. Yeah. Oh, boy. But a eh, I'll fun, just, I'll just take- fun little oh, yeah, A lot of fun. Yeah. So I was really surprised now that they brought out a new Ultra Micro F27 Striker, but a couple cool things they did with it was they changed it over to the Z Foam, which should make it a way more durable aircraft, and they made it FPV. So they got a camera right in the front. Again, same camera yeah. that's on the Torrent. It's got the transmitter. Everything's in there. Uh, what I did like about it, and it probably lightened it up and helped uh, you know, with the Z foam and and add, adding the camera and everything, is they got rid of the rudders, which really, yeah. F, if if you're going to fly FPV now, Andre, you know, if you if you went up and kicked them those rudders around, thing would just it, do well, all kinds that, of crazy things. That that's kind of how I took the nose off the plane. Ah, I see. <laughs> gotcha. And so they took the rudders off of it, got rid of the servos. Now it's just a bank and yank type. Uh, little ultra micro f27 with the fpv in the nose uh one six about about 170 bucks us roughly yeah so again that thing's cool i had an old one i'd be interested in fly the new one probably flies just the same still flies on the little two cell 280 milliamp battery now you were just talking about the expert and flying in a smaller area and flying fpv and everything but now you have an ultra micro F twenty seven. What would you do now? I don't know. I mean, is this like they lot flew this one though? inside of a gym too? They were yeah, the that's they true. Were inside so of a gym. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Too many choices. Get them both. See, and, th- and that's the thing where you need to like fly both see, of yeah, them yeah, or right, see yeah. them both in person and go. Okay, that's for me. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely use cases for for both of them for sure. Uh, I hate to say it, I would probably go with the expert. Yeah, I agree. I was thinking that too, just because of the yeah. other options. Right. It it does exactly yeah. the almost the same thing. Now, question being, it'd be interesting to see if the expert could fly in as a small of an area as the striker, because the old striker actually was pretty quick. 
You probably yes. found that out, Andre. That thing would really yeah. get up and move around. And it, you I know, was you, having fun, and my rates were really jacked the first flight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are the big differences? And here, hopefully, we get everything back to normal. I know Matt Andron's been really busy, and they had a bunch of stuff going on. But hopefully, maybe we can get him on here soon, uh, possibly yeah. after Flight Fest or whatever, um, and get some of these questions answered and, and figure out, you know, what, what does this one do better than this one? Or why would you choose this one over the, over this one? And, you know, so, but I, I was still pretty, pretty blown away that they brought that back, made it Z foam and, um, and made put it the FPV. blade flight controller into it. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the nice things that this controller has besides AS three X and everything and, and safe is the, um, uh, the, the, the launch control. Oh, you know what? And uh, real quick, I, I made a mistake. You know, we was talking about the expert and, and launching it and everything, but the video I actually seen was of the Ultra Micro Striker striker being launched in every imaginable position there were. This thing was, yeah, yeah upside down, backwards, uh, everything. And as soon as you, you hold the button and they launch it, it righted itself. And oh, wow. Yeah, really impressive. Yeah, so there's some neat... Uh it's it, it's yeah so they've taken their old design got rid of the rudders put in a flight control system added fpv and uh the only the only gripe i have with that size aircraft is those batteries are expensive are they really i never the really two, priced the 280 the 200 million uh, 280 million million how many watt um eight bucks a battery yeah it is a little high for that size, and that is, and it's got the special connector on. They I think do. they still went with, yeah, it still got the special connector, which I know I, I got lucky, and I had a harness here to build when Andy passed me this one. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, I will go and reglue that nose on it and fix it up, uh, I'll probably have to go look at a prop unless there's one in the box, but no big deal. They're three or four bucks, um, but it was fun to fly. So FPV with that thing would probably be a ride. Imagine a couple, and I think this is this is where they're going with this. And that was my statement to you uh, when when it broke or was released. Is you know you get a couple of buddies together mm-hmm. and you just you know you mm-hmm. get the same aircraft and you just go for it. You're just having fun shooting the gaps, run a course. Yeah. You know you're doing almost a little race circuit with it and just have a hoot of a time. So it's crazy. It's like it's you know both have their application, and I think both mm-hmm. both probably would fly and fulfill a role very in a very similar manner, but they would have their little advantages, I think. So, and I think this is where you know my biggest gripe with the multi rotor stuff is the battery, like three or four mm-hmm. minutes on everything, yeah. you're, you're done. Where most yeah. of the time on the airplane stuff you're going to get better time. And I didn't look, I don't know, maybe you can look real quick, Andre, with the striker, roughly at what, what kind of times you could get out of the battery. But I would think it would be better than, you know, three minutes. Because even with the Torrent, I'm flying on the 3-cell 450, and, and I don't fly super hard, but I'm telling you right around that three-minute mark, depending on what I'm doing, three, three-and-a-half minutes, it's done. Mm-hmm. That That's all you're getting. And a lot of times, especially for me, uh, you know, I'm still, I would say – in between the beginner and probably maybe intermediate with the multi-rotor stuff out. I, I just like shooting gaps and getting low and doing, I'm not really into the, all the fancy freestyle stuff. I like to tour around, do flips and rolls and all that. Um, oh, I forget where I was going with that, but it, it takes me a little bit, almost like a minute. Sometimes if I haven't flown for a little while to kind of get warmed up and get going, 
And then it seems like as soon as I get going and really start having fun, I'm done. The battery, you yeah. know, I got to stop. And I'm like, yep. God, that, yep. that's the one thing that yeah. just really irritates me yeah. with the multi-rotor stuff is the flight time. Where, you know, if you, like Andre said, you get a couple of these with your buddies, crank around. If you're getting six, seven, eight, whatever, you know, that that's, that makes a difference for me. That, that would. Uh, yeah. So, but. And they don't really talk about their flight times, but I mean. Yeah. It, it, it's it's you slow it down you glide i mean i've milked like 10 15 minutes out of an sure. arrow before just just bouncing around at low speed so yeah uh yeah i think you know they've got something here it it, it it's funny that the both of them came out what's even weirder is they they used the blade name on the uh, on the f to the f27 which you know Did you they would really? think, well wouldn't yeah it's a blade um um f27 fpv bind and fly basic Ooh, that where is the expert expert VTOL is an e-flight, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, Whoa. shouldn't the little airplane be a UMX? Yeah. And the, and the, the, I don't know, That's but I guess strange. it's the flight controller. Oh, you know, it's like the wing. They use the they use the blade uh, uh, brand on that one, be- and I suspect it's because of the flight controller that was used. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I didn't pay no attention to that. So there you have it. The well, I guess I can't say UMX. It's the UMF twenty seven FPV bind and fly one sixty nine US. I have one seventy, and the expert VTOL bind and fly for one forty nine. I think honestly, I'd have to like you, Andre, would maybe have to go with the expert a little bit. But again, you're paying the extra sixty bucks. I'd have to put the FPV stuff on there. Yeah, where the FPV comes with comes the, with the, the F twenty seven. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I think it was sixty bucks for the FPV. You know, which nah, not too bad. But you know, you I, you gotta have to have it. Um, yeah. Real quick, I'm not going to get into a lot of details and everything. Um, they did bring out a Blade Trio. 180 CFX bind and fly helicopter, um, fully 3D aerobatic as the tri blades on it. Uh, the helicopter thing, it's still really, um, I'm surprised that be interested to talk to the, the, the free fall guys maybe sometime and they'll be at flight fest. Maybe we'll, I'll, I'll talk to them a little bit more, you know, with the multi-rotor stuff, maybe we've talked about before the helicopter seemed to be kind of dissipating i think personally a little bit i don't hear too much about them but it'd be interesting to talk to like steve and and kevin and those guys over there at freefall about the helicopter stuff to see if they've noticed is it really been declining and maybe not so much the bigger stuff i know they fly kind mm-hmm. of the bigger stuff and the gas stuff and the really dangerous stuff. <laughs> i mean them <laughs> things stand away oh yeah, i know scare the daylights yeah. out of me but a lot of the littler stuff with the multi-rotors coming out and they're so much easier to fly you know, even though Horizon and Blade is still kept up on the smaller helicopter, I think one of, they're one of the few companies still, you know, pumping yeah. in the technology and, and keeping them out there. But it'd, it'd be interesting to know on something like this, you know, the trio, if, if you know, that's there, it's so Fred. Yeah, Fred, <laughs> you should, you, uh, you're part of that uh, free fall stuff now. So, you, you know, um, yeah, it'd be just uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought again. It'd just be really interesting to see what kind of mm-hmm. sales or what these little little or smaller helicopters are doing if they're still pretty relevant with the you know the quad market. Now with those things, if you crash, you're pretty much done. That's right? the thing I don't like about helicopters. Now again, a props to Horizon. There a lot of them. They um, 
they have the safe system on it. So mm-hmm. if you want to go out and try some stuff or you get out of whack, yeah. you can hold you the can button, which oh, is that's fun. Cool. That's pretty awesome. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know, you crash the torrent, which we've cr- I got <laughs> a poor little torrent. I mean, I've changed. I think I'm on my third set of blades on that thing, but we have literally beat the living crap out of that thing. And besides changing the blades, I haven't done anything with oh, that. Wow. It just keeps going. Even with the uh, the Vortex 150, it's had some pretty gnarly crashes, and it, it yeah. just bounces and keeps on going. These helis, man, you crash, except for maybe the, the real small micro ones. Right. You, you might spend – I mean, for me, I remember back in the day, sometimes I was spending two, three days rebuilding it. First, you had to get all the parts for all the head, right? Rebuild everything, and then tr- tune it again to get it, you know, to, to balance, balance and everything. And it was, I love the helicopters back in the day, but just got so tired of fixing them. That was my big gripe yeah. with them, you know, where these things crash right. it, pick it up, and keep on going. You know, you even crash, and if you're right side up, you just take off again. Take off again, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's it's interesting about the heli stuff. What uh, Now, getting into the bigger stuff like what Steve and Kevin and them guys do, and what, I'm still blown away with the tricks and the things oh, they can it's, do it's, and the sound, and, oh, it's just crazy. So, And the only other thing I want to talk about real quick, and, again, I'm, I'm really kind of surprised with Horizon. Maybe they, they just want to keep their foot in the doors. They, they, and I was shocked. They brought out another quad. And now they brought out the Blade Stealth Conspiracy 220. And honestly, I I, I didn't even look at that. I don't know anything about it. Uh, let me see if I could pull that up real quick. Um, get some specs on it. Uh, here it is. But I was, again, kind of shocked that they're bringing out another multi-rotor with everything out there and what they're doing. Uh, let's see. The new Blade Stealth Conspiracy is a freestyle race-ready quadcopter for pilots who want an expertly tuned aircraft straight out of the box. Model is limited edition and upgraded version of the stock com- stock uh, conspires conspiracy. Four millimeter thick carbon mainframe, lightweight durability, powered by Spectrum F3 flight controller. Uh, new motors have been upgraded to the 2206. 2450 kV motors while the ESCs have been boosted to 30 amps and BL Heli S software and multi-shot capabilities. Three progressive flight modes make it easy to learn to fly FPV. Onboard 700 TV line CMOS camera, 200 milliwatt transmitter. Limited edition blacked out Stealth Conspiracy 220. Offers significantly improved components while looking cooler than ever before. Uh, four cell power system, yeah. So basically, it's just upgraded from their uh, regular one. Is all I really see in that. Which again, I'm really kind of surprised that they uh, kind of went that route. But you know, maybe Andre, they just want to keep keep their foot in the door. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously a, a a percentage of the population that don't want to build stuff, and they just want to be able to go to their hobby store and go plunk, thank and you, I, and go flying. Right. And I so. totally agree with that. I'm right there with them. For sure. So, uh, last but not least, uh, I'll let you talk a little bit about it, Andre, because you were checking it out because I know your dad wanted one. But FT brought out the the Cubby. Is it the Cubby? Yeah, it's called the Simple Cub. Simple Cub. Okay. Um, so, that looks phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, kind of right size, right power. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
3S1000 to 1300 size battery. Uh, so I will be picking up a kit. I don't know if I'm going to power it myself, or I'm just going to grab a power pack when I'm uh, when I'm in Ohio in less than two weeks. Um, hey, this time in uh, two weeks we'll be getting up the Sunday morning at Flight Fest, right? So crazy. Um, Fred got one. I'm I'm really jealous. Mike uh, Finley <laughs> got one. I'm super jealous. You guys are killing me because uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to build one while I'm there. Uh, a little high wing, and it looked super. I was watching the flight test video. It looks super maneuverable, super fun, but you probably can slow it down. Um, so I know I'm going to pick one up for my dad, just a kit, and myself one, and uh, I'm looking forward to that kind of flying. I think if I bring one, i got to make sure I bring some landing gear because I don't think it includes tires, if mm-hmm. I remember from the uh, the brochure. But uh, right size. And, and it's funny because with these new rules coming out, I, I actually fired a shot off to Hobby King. And I think you should fire a shot off to Matt just saying, hey, you know, we're going to be hungry for some belly landers. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, because it's uh, the, 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 in this kind of airplane, a little smaller and everything. This will probably be my niche for a little while, a little bit more 3D printing. But I, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, you know, the, 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 the water-resistant foam and everything is pretty durable mm-hmm. uh, from what I can tell. And, you know, and just, yeah, it seems it, it, it hits all the marks. Now, I know the um, our good friends Mike and crew and from the uh, the flight test community cast will be doing a build session. Um, so there will be some stuff going on at Flight Fest. Uh, I, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to have time to build. I get kind of a little busy. <laughs> yeah, this right. One, it has floats too, right? Yes, you can, you can add floats. To oh, it. yes, yes. That Imagine that cool. even even in the winter. Mm-hmm. Throw the floats on and just you know go flying around. Come the winter because I mean you know or even in the fall with the wet grass. So yeah, and the oh yeah the builds already sold out. We knew that. Wow, anyway. <laughs> wow. Uh, the build event. So the one day yeah, Fred said he flew it on a thirteen hundred uh, uh, with the B pack and it had plenty of power, which is good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So the B pack is one of the smaller ones, but it, you know, still, it's kind of it's kind of fun to see a, a, a nice little. And we love the high wing, uh, three channel, four channel, depending on what you want to set it up with. Oh. Um, yeah, so you could do a proper three channel uh, with your elevator and aileron control, or you could mix in a, a, ailerons or uh, and we we do ailerons anyhow, right? I mean, why limit yourself? And Fred said he can do a three. Ch- he did his did a three channel and it rolls just fine. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. We might yeah, even so see I, a couple of those like uh, last year up there uh, thermaling around at flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding, eh? Get them up high enough. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring enough equipment that and if I do have time, uh, particularly the couple earlier days before the event starts rocking, if I have a couple of free, free time to uh, to get in there and build it, it's neat. Uh, so uh, watching the video, Josh said he wanted to maximize the uh, the build the sheets. So when you're printing out the foam, he had extra room. So they made a couple bombs, and um, you can put those in and you can do a release mechanisms. If you put the number enough channels in your radio, he did a release mechanism where the aileron controls would be. So you could actually have a three channel with a bomber set up on it. So you all fly by and drop these little foam board bombs. Oh, on top that's of hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, that would be cool. But I think I would just do a four regular four channel and have a lot of fun. And, uh, the guys are talking that they were doing, uh, flapper ons, uh, with the ailerons. Oh. What, like, so, you know, so a little bit of a little bit of everything, but you've got a foam board plane that's super durable. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm uh, 
We'll see. We'll see. I know I'm going to pick one up, so I'm looking forward to it. Maybe Chris, you might have to grab yourself one just so we can have some fun with some high wing. Hey, you know what? If you, and if we can get convinced Mike Coolins to pick one up, those are airplanes I don't mind him whacking me with. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just not a you know $250 airplane. You don't want him. Exactly. Stay away from my Tundra, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> or your Radian. Or my Radian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. How about, uh, man, we'll uh, stay there, Penn. Let's check some email. I haven't, I really haven't read the email much lately, but I'm sure I got some in here. Uh, let's see what we got. And then we'll, we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, since it's nice out, if you guys want to get back out and get flying, I don't want to hold you up too much. Uh, let's see. Lots of, uh, Questions and emails and stuff about uh, they were bummed we didn't blow up Mike's Cub. And uh, we actually have an email from our buddy Tim Morrill. He says, I have an E-Flight J3 Cub 450 Balsa from Hobbytown, USA. Um, It was like $99 out the door. Would you guys be game to figure out how to blow up Mike's Cub? I totally want to finance it and see you guys. Uh, oh, I totally want to finance this and see it happen. I'll see you guys at Flight Fest. So, I, I yeah, I, I'm all for it. I definitely want to get rid of that thing. <laughs> now we have to talk Mike Coolins. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk Mike Coolins into it. He's really persistent. Even after all this, I was like, Mike, we ought to do it. Nah, I don't, I don't think I can do it now. And so maybe if we can replace it with something or I don't know what we could do, but we definitely got to try to talk Mike Coolins back into it. I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> be interesting. Uh, let's see what else we got here. There's a ton of email. I probably should have went through some of these. Uh, nope, that's not a crash story. Let's see if we got any crash stories. I think there's a few in here. Do to do, do. Oh yeah, this is really good podcasting radio here. <laughs> um, logos. We got a. Uh, what's this? Um. All right, here's one from Peter Gregory. I don't think it's a crash story. Um. Now turning the corner in my flying and need a a reference on how to use telemetry. The current main reason of my interest is to know the altitude of my radian, which you guys turned me on to. This is my go-to now plane. Oh, this is my go-to plane now. I'm making mods that are recommended to make it more efficient setup. And all I have never used, and I've never used a varimeter. First, I wanted to talk real quick to um, Peter. I got two radians. And one of them is completely stock, and one of them is a modded. Like I was reading on for a long time on you know what they were doing because some of the some of these guys that fly big ones for competition, you know, they were taking them and modded them and and flying. And I modded mine quite a bit, changed the CG, whatever. I went back to the stock one to be honest with you. Did you really? Wow. Yeah, it just. It was still easier to fly, did everything, you know, it was supposed to. And so, yeah, there are still people out there modding <clears throat> modding them, but I still think a stock one is best just to go out and have fun with. But he's looking to, to put in a Vario and um, do some things with it. 
Um, says, I know there's a lot out there and there are some for the spectrum transmitter. Battery voltage I'm looking for. Um, can I use it with my DX6i? I love this hobby more than anything. Uh, perhaps you can trek over to the old Rhinebeck Aerodome this fall for my club's 51st Jamboree. Uh, DX6i, I know, doesn't have telemetry, so you definitely have to get yeah. some kind of radio to... And the Vario from Spectrum's very easy. You stick it in there, you plug it in, you set it up on your radio, and you can adjust it to, you know, for your um, vertical speed in there. Like, when I first got my Vario and stuck it in the Radian, it was too sensitive. Like, the second it would oh, get wow. in, it was beeping, and the second... So you can adjust all the parameters on there. Like now I got it set up to where it's a certain uh, VSI vertical speed, you know, that shows if I'm really in a thermal or, you know, I just bumped the stick or whatever. But they're very easy to set up. I know you're running the uh, Vario and yours off of the FR Sky, Andre, and I'm sure yes. it's it's just as easy. Uh, yeah. Your system and when probably when a lot crashing. cheaper when you're not crashing. <laughs> now, did you have it installed in your Radian you crashed? Yeah. Oh, you did? And it, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, when, when the radio said RSI critical and the plane went thump beside me, I was kind of like, oh, something happened. <laughs> Thanks for the advance warning. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. And it was funny because I was listening to altitude calls. I'm like, this is not making sense. Something is up. And then next thing you know, splat, right? So yeah. uh, all that gear survived. But yeah, I mean, the, the FR Sky, the, the Vario is super, super, super tiny too. And mm-hmm. same deal. You just adjust your tones and everything. And I was fiddling with mine that day as well because I was getting uh, it was low, it was good on the ground. And then when I get up high, I was getting some really weird readings. So, um, now, yeah. Do those only beep at you if it's going up? There's uh, there's two no, tones, no, right? Yes. There's, there's yes. a but there's, yes. yeah. There's two tones, and then I can also flick to flick mine to a voice call, so it will tell me what my altitude is. Oh, that's awesome. And so I and I can change like you know every 15 seconds read out the altitude and sometimes I just prefer to fly like that with the altitude because then I know because uh, right. visually I'm tracking it and then sometimes the tone if we were we were hunting a lot of the weekend so I was flicking back between the two of them um, and depending on what it is it is nice it is a nice That's thing to have good. on board especially the radians yeah um and Pat, you got the Radian, and you, what yeah. radio? I forget what radio you fly off of. You the DX6. Oh, you got a DX6. The new six or yeah, the six yeah, I? Yeah. Does the I the new does. six it have um, telemetry? Mm-hmm, okay, yeah, so does. just the old six I obviously doesn't, yep. but the new six. So yeah, you could get the telemetry yeah. and throw that you know in your Radian and makes it a much better like experience. Right. Like, you know, Sounds get out like there, it. especially when you're by yourself. Now, if you're out flying with a bunch of guys and they catch a thermal or whatever, and it's easier to. Go, you know, head, tell yeah, everybody where but, to go. You know, uh, by just yourself, don't lose your own plane. You, yeah, <laughs> just uh, make sure you know you don't blink and. Yeah. All right. Yeah, or fly near Mike. I like Mike's idea of putting a streamer on. That's kind of neat. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I don't wouldn't want a streamer on my radio. <laughs> Come on. Well, I guess if you're in a big group or we do the radio right. fly, I could see the yeah. streamer. You know, because you're yeah. you're you. You're not so focused on thermal flying. You're more focused on please let me get this thing down safe. Yeah, yeah then you go to the you know, radiant combat after that. Yeah. You, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's about a four hour combat. It takes a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. If Mike's there, it's probably yeah, it's 30 yeah, five yeah, it could be a lot faster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, let's do one more and we're gonna get out of here because we're coming up on two hours and Mike 
my, my coffee's wearing off and uh, real quick, I wanted to read this because this has happened to me. There's two things that's happened to me and also uh, Andre in this type of crash. And it's just kind of amazing that things still work and fly after this. But it says, hey, crew, just wanted to share a quick crash story. I live in southeastern Wisconsin, about 10 minutes away from beautiful Lake Michigan. About a week ago, I decided to go out early one morning to film the sunrise over the lake. Over the lake. <laughs> with my four-cell race quad. Now, why would you want to go over the lake with a with a race quad? But, hey. That's fine. Excuse me. I got there nice and early and was all set up and ready to go with my run cam too. But then it wouldn't turn on. Unfortunately, I had gotten to charge it. I forgotten to charge it and none of that comes and none of what comes next was recorded. Oh, so so you didn't get anything on camera. Never fails, right? Or you drop it in the water like (laughs) I do. Despite no recording camera, I decided to fly and enjoy a beautiful view. After about six batteries, I was getting used to the spot and started to skim the beach right along the shoreline. I was flying along at probably 60 miles an hour and punch a throttle to do a power flip over a big maple tree. But I didn't see the other tree. Right as I started going up fast, that darn tree reached out and grabbed my quad. I swear it had wrapped its fingers around my quad and it threw it right into about three feet of water. I got my goggles off quick just in time to see the water splash on the surface. I had to wade out about 50 feet off the shore and found my quad only because I stepped on it. I picked it up even though the wa- un- even though underwater I could still see that the lights oh, were blinking. I unplugged the battery, let out all the uh, I laid it all out, let the pieces dry out overnight, plugged it back in and it still works. I just wish I would have recorded it mm. all. Now, mm-hmm. one, I still find it amazing that th- these things with all electronics and everything can go underwater. Like Andre's poor FPV inductric was, was underwater for, I don't know, probably 30 seconds on. <laughs> luckily, the current, luckily we didn't oh, have a lot wow. of rain because our creek will really start flowing. It didn't just take it down the stream. And two, my, my, my youngest Xander was, he went in after it anyway. Otherwise, Andre would have been probably in shoes and all. And, <laughs> everything to get his poor little fbv quad out (laughs) and i've had numerous things in my pool so it's just amazing uh, in fresh water let's Mm -hmm. let's say fresh water not salt water that these things can actually go in you get them out unplug the battery let them dry out and they will work again i mean so that don't freak out if if something like Two, the tree thing, I know what that's like. And that happened to me, too, flying at Fury Field with some of their trees. I had a little route going, and I was just cranking around and cranking around these trees, changed up my route, came around a tree, and forgot that there was a tree right next to that one. You know, and just around the corner, boom, into the tree. And that was the one where we couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could see it on the on the camera and everything. It happened to Andre, too. And then we're looking and looking. You, you know, you would think this thing – would just stick out like yeah, a sore right. thumb. Like, oh yeah, it there the it is. Or was it actually it, in the it tree? It was in the tree. <laughs> in the tree. But we oh, couldn't no. find it. We're looking and looking and finally Mike Mike Finley found it. And the same thing with Andre. He come around the corner, popped into a tree. He could he could see in the goggles. Was it was it staring at the ground, right? Your camera? Andre? Yeah, it was and I could see my feet. Yeah, so he's <laughs> over, he's over there either. looking all around and, you know, looking up and trying to find it. And then finally, yeah, he's seen his feet, you know, and looked up. <laughs> but close. they get in there and, and his his little GT90, it's like little and black with, what's it got, orange props or is it red props? Yeah. Or, so that thing was like kind of camouflaged. 
in there. Mm-hmm. And so we thought it was up much higher and it was like line of sight kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So don't worry about if, uh, you know, you land something in the water or whatever. It's, you know, a lot of times not yeah. that big of a deal. I just like that crash yeah. story. You know, you land, let them water. dry out. Yeah. Let them dry out. So, all right, guys, I think that's, uh, I think we're going to try to wrap this up here a little bit. Um, it is a nice day out. It is 4th of July weekend. We definitely wanted to get a podcast out here, um, for you guys, let you know what was going on. Uh, flight fest, there's anything new or anything that we needed to know about fight flight fest East coming up here. Um, uh, camp tent camping is sold out. That's yes. pretty crazy. Yeah. That is crazy, crazy. So that is in, so this time in two weeks we will, I'll be down in Ohio and we'll all be, uh, getting into all kinds of trouble. So um, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good little road trip. Um, most of the crews will start showing up Thursday uh, or Wednesday, Thursday kind of thing. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys, are are you guys coming out? Well, I know Chris and Mike are. are you two yeah, coming you out? Yeah, you guys yeah. make it out? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. good deal. Good nice stuff. I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, hopefully yeah. let's mm-hmm. knock on wood. Yeah, the weather. The weather. Yeah. Weather's going to be good. Hopefully. have been getting a lot of rain lately. So, all right. Well, there you have it, guys. Thanks for joining us. Another RC After Hours podcast. It uh, feels good to get back in the studio. Things are getting back to normal, and we can do more stuff, and yeah. we'll see what happens. Got the stuff in the works. We just got it. Uh, it's going to be a little busy with Flight Fest coming up, but once we get through that and we talk about that and get on the other side of things, hopefully we can get back into more routine. And So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, RC Explorer, Static RC, for helping us out. Caleb, you've been fantastic. Uh, we enjoy everybody hanging out with us. And once we get things going, maybe we can get a little more of a structure and a schedule and let you guys know when we're recording. Come hang out with structure. us on, yeah, what's that? I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely not structured. But uh, get on a more of a routine schedule so you guys know what's going on. Come hang out and ask questions on Facebook Live and get going. So other than that, we're out of here. Thanks, guys, for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. See you later. See ya. See ya.